You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Well, I have to read out this message uh, from Michelle here on the WhatsApp line ahead of the mini budget. She says, I fear we'll be struggling to get out of this economic hole indefinitely until government realizes it's not the landowner of this farm we call South Africa, but the custodian and the hired hand. And the strategy to kill the goose that lays the golden eggs has never worked. Uh, government has to learn to nurture the goose instead of trying to slaughter it at every turn. Johan Els, Chief Economist at Old Mutual Investment Group, uh, what will you be watching out for in the budget tomorrow that uh, gives you confidence that government realises it is custodian and not farm owner? Yes, hi, good evening. Uh, well, the minimum requirement for me would be to stick to the June supplementary budget targets. In other words, that um, significant spending cutbacks that was targeted for the next two years. Um, there was mention of additional wage bill cutbacks. So a positive thing would be um, if government actually comes out and says they're going to freeze the public sector wages for the next two, three, four years. I mean, many of us in the private sector haven't had any increases this year. So well-paid public um, service employees should go through the same route. And that, I think, will be positive in terms of expectations amongst market participants. Stick to the dream targets and do something extra. And do something extra. I've, I've spoken to a few economists over the last week who reckon that the June targets, in particular the active scenario, there was the passive and the active scenario. The active scenario is just not credible, that the finance minister won't be able to deliver the sort of deep cuts that will uh, rein in uh, debt at under 90% of GDP. If we were to see something of an about turn, and the Presidential Economic Advisory Council said maybe uh, just a, a softer glide path, so not the passive scenario, but somewhere between active and passive, you extend the term of debt stabilization out by a few years, what would a softening of that stance mean to bond markets if that's what the finance minister stands up and delivers? I certainly hope that does not happen. Um, bond markets certainly wouldn't like it. Any softening of the June targets, I think, will be a disappointment to markets. Um, I think in my own mind, though, I think that softening in terms of the passive versus active scenario, the active scenario, I think, is a bit unrealistic given the growth um, assumptions behind that because it's not only the spending cutbacks, um, it's also the growth rate for the economy that is built into that active scenario. And there, I think, the policy plans, while there's some commendable aspects to that, I don't think it's good enough. Uh, I didn't think it went far enough in terms of policy adjustments to get growth towards a, a sustainable, let's say, around 25 to 3% far, because that is what I think we need to get to the active scenario. I'm fairly confident that we'll get some of those expenditure cutbacks and this maybe there will be some slippage, but I think it's the growth part that's more important in terms of getting there. And today there is a story broken by Bloomberg stating that, uh, and this is unconfirmed uh, because they haven't been able to name their source inside the World Bank, but that the World Bank is saying to the country uh, there are these conversations ongoing with the World Bank to extend a further 2 billion US dollars that 
it needs uh, concessions on issues like uh, the uh, public sector wage bill to say that none of this money will go into paying public sector wages or into propping up ailing state-owned enterprises. What would you like to see on those two fronts? Well, yeah, difficult because I think all the loans that we've had thus far has gone into the general state coffers. In other words, it could be used for any purpose. But absolutely, I, I agree with the sentiment, um, if that report is true, that we, we should be cutting back more on wages, on the public sector wage bill. Uh, we're spending a third of um, all expenditure on that. That is far too big. Um, plus, you know, all the other requirements around state-owned enterprises. Um, if, as we suspect government will try to do, as Treasurer has tried to do in the past, extra spending on SOE support comes from on a deficit neutral basis. In other words, cutting back expenditure even more elsewhere to finance those support for SOEs. But, you know, with the three big expenditure components, wage bill, social grants, and um, interest payments, there's very little left to spend in this economy. So this big infrastructure plan, if we don't get the private sector on board, government hasn't got the money for that either. So we are in a tight spot and we need to do things now. That's a tight spot, to put it mildly. Johan Els, Chief Economist of the Old Mutual Investment Group. Unfortunately, we are reaping uh, the outcome of policies that have uh, not only plucked the golden goose, but eaten it right up to its ovaries, Michelle.